Welcome to A Brief Chat. I'm Jason Crane. Today is Monday. It's the 13th of July, 2020. Let's take a look back at this day in radical history via the Slingshot Day Planner, which you can get a copy of at slingshotcollective.org, and the Certain Days Calendar, which you can get a copy of at certaindays.org. On this day in 1811, Mexican independence hero Hidalgo was executed when his revolt failed. And and I, I really can't believe it's already been a year since this happened. But on this day in 2019, Willem van Spronsen was killed by police at the Northwest Detention Center in Tacoma, Washington, while he was trying to uh, damage some of the buses that are used to transport the caged children and others uh, here that we've got in captivity. I can't believe that was a year ago. I can't believe it was far enough ago that it made it into a calendar of this year. Man, oh man. So how are you? It's uh, it's Monday. I've got the windows open because it's nice. I get up very early now because of Norman, and it's nice to uh, open the windows in the morning. Later in the day, it just gets so hot, we have to have the air conditioner on. But in the morning, we get the, the sounds and the fresh air and the birds and that kind of thing, and that's really, really nice. So um, I have the window open in the room where I do the recording as well. Uh, it's not as loud in this room as it was out in the uh, living room where I was meditating, and there were definitely a couple of bird fights <laughs> going on. I think uh, there's some collared doves who are just not having it today. <laughs> and uh, there seem to be... The thing is, the eucalyptus trees, the you know the, the branches and stuff, they're pretty tightly packed, and collared doves are pretty big. So when they start flapping their wings at each other, not only do you hear the sounds of their wings flapping, but you hear the sounds of them repeatedly impacting everything around them. It's like, <laughs> it's just like you let a bird go in the middle of a house of cards or, <laughs> or something. And so you just hear them just crash into everything in the trees until finally one of them chases the other one away. And they also, collared doves, I guess, are a, and I haven't really looked this up, um, but you know, there are some birds that, that call when, for example, they're in the process of trying to find a mate or when something is around them that's scaring them. And so they'll they have a distress call, that kind of thing, or a warning call for the other birds. Then there are some birds that sing pretty much constantly that just that make noise all the time. And collared doves appear to be that kind of bird. They have this like hoo 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 kind of sound and they make that sound just nonstop all the time. <laughs> so... One thing I will say about collared doves, they're not mysterious birds. Between the crashing through the trees like a bull in a china shop and the fact that they are constantly making that call, you don't ever have to wonder, gosh, I wonder if there's any collared doves around. You you will know. You will know. So um, as part of this uh, exploration of religion, of Catholicism, I should say, in particular, that I'm going through... I've been doing a couple things. One, which I think I've told you about before, is I've been doing this thing called the Liturgy of the Hours, which is essentially a set of prayers that occur throughout the day and readings and that kind of thing. Um, and I bought a, a book that contains the Liturgy of the Hours and I'm just going through it at various times during the day. But then the other thing I've been doing, because I've never done it all the way through, is reading the Bible. And man, oh man. Let me just say, if you're going to read the Bible cover to cover, 
you got to really have what my uh, elementary school teachers would have called stick to to make that happen. Because I know there are parts of it that are, you know, majestic or interesting or horrifying or whatever. But there are parts of it that are so boring. Like, <laughs> you know, when we think of Exodus, for example... You think of Exodus as this, you know, amazing story of how the Jews escaped Egypt and, you know, Moses parts the Red Sea and all that stuff, right? And that's in there. It's definitely in there. But once you get past that bit, the whole rest of the book of Exodus, like many, many chapters, is essentially a series of brisket recipes and Ikea instructions. That's, I swear to God, no pun intended, the whole second chunk of the book of Exodus is incredibly specific. I'm talking about, like, numbers of stitches specific, instructions on how to sew the various garments that the uh, priest Moses' kids, who became the first priest, uh, his or his brother and his kids, uh, would have to wear how to make the tent, how to make the altar. And I don't don't mean, when I say, like, it doesn't say, like, build an altar to the Lord. It tells you what kind of wood to get. It tells you exactly how long it has to be. It gives you all the assembly instructions. I mean, you really could, you could just take the book of Exodus and you could recreate the clothes and the place that you're supposed to wear the clothes in accurately, because it's just all there, chapter after chapter. And then, There's a bit where after they've told you do all of these things incredibly specifically, there's another entire section where they say, and so they did, and they just list it all again. Like the instructions again. Okay, we told you that here's all the instructions. Like Moses, God tells Moses, here's how to build all this stuff. Because I guess he's got time on his hands. God, I mean. He tells Moses, here's how to build all this stuff. And then Moses conveys the news, right, to the people who have to put the Ikea furniture together. And then there's a whole section where they tell you, okay, now they're putting the Ikea furniture together. And this is how they're doing it. And they give you the instructions again. And then you make it through all of that. And you're feeling pretty good, right? You get through all however many 14 million chapters of Exodus there are. And you think, okay, well, now they're going to give me some more adventure stories here because I made it through that. They've got to know if I'm reading this book that I need something to hold on to that makes me want to turn the page. And the very next thing is Leviticus and Leviticus is if anything, an even more minutely detailed set of instructions about the kinds of food you're allowed to eat and how to make offerings. And when I say how to make offerings, I don't mean like, Okay, bring some stuff to the tent that we showed you how to build and set it on fire. I mean, there's like a whole section that tells you, okay, so these animals have hooves and chew the cud, and so they're unclean. Okay, no, but these ones have hooves, but don't chew. Okay, these ones chew the cud, but they don't have hooves. Okay, these animals swim in the sea, but they have scales. Okay, these animals swim in the sea, but they don't. It's unbelievable. I'm about halfway through Leviticus. I'm doing this thing where you read the whole Bible in 90 days. And uh, (laughs) which originally I thought might be inspiring. Now it just seems like I'm being punished for something (laughs) 
that I should have done a long time ago or something like that. It feels more like penance. But uh, I'm halfway through Leviticus, and it is just, it is unbelievably minute. Okay, there's a whole section. I get why, I get why they needed to write this stuff down. I don't get why it's in the Bible. There's a whole part of Leviticus that is the identification and treatment of various, primarily skin diseases, like fungal infection. I'm not lying to you. This is in the Bible. Page after page after page of like what kinds of hairs can be growing out of the infection and what to do and how long to quarantine the person. And I get why you would write that down. But remember, the Bible wasn't the Bible was put together a long time after all this stuff happened. So if you're going to write it down, just just make another thing, right? Like, okay, here's the instructions for the priests and here's the instructions for the doctors who are pretty much the same as the the priests, the doctors, too. So it's all in the same section because the priest is the guy who's going to look at your rash and the guy who's going to set your turtle dove on fire. I get all of that. But for the love of God, take it out and make a priest manual because it doesn't need to be in the book that everyone is supposed to read. Like if you go to church for a thousand years, you will never hear these sections of Leviticus read about which hairs are growing in the sore because everyone would just leave or get violently ill. It's rough. It's rough going. And I've got the whole second half of Leviticus Leviticus to get through. And then it's numbers, which I, the name does not inspire confidence. I can't remember what's in numbers. I think it's like population counts and stuff. But numbers, it's it doesn't sound good. It doesn't sound good. So I don't know. I got to say, I'm going to keep going because I set myself to do it. And I am I think I can get through it. And I know there's better stuff coming. I've, I've read a lot of the other stuff. And I know that there's some interesting stories. But man, oh, man. They really, it's really a challenge. It is a challenge of either your faith or your masochism to get through the early parts of the Bible. On the plus side, though, now I know how to put a tent together. That's today's show. If you want to become a member of this show slash report me to the Vatican or wherever, uh, you can go to abriefchat.com and you will find the membership stuff there. You'll find the contact information, all the previous episodes, Poetry Fridays, Farwell Reads, all that stuff is right there. Uh, memberships are hugely important to us uh, right now and probably going forward. So if you're listening to this and you like it and you listen a lot and you could find your way to uh, some number of bucks a month, that would be awesome. Hope you have a wonderful Monday, and I will talk to you again tomorrow, okay? I love you. A better world is possible, but we have a lot of work to do. And apparently some brisket to eat. <laughs>